Today's scripture reading is taken from Mark chapter 1, verses 21 to 28. Jesus drives out an impure spirit. They went to Capernaum, and when the Sabbath came, Jesus went into the synagogue and began to teach. The people were amazed at his teachings, because he taught them as one who had authority, not as the teachers of the law. Just then a man in the synagogue who was possessed by an impure spirit cried out, What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Be quiet, said Jesus sternly. Come out of him. The impure spirits shook the man violently and came out of him with a shriek. The people were all so amazed that they asked each other, What is this? A new teaching? And with authority. He even gives orders to impure spirits, and they obey him. News about him spread quickly over the whole region of Galilee. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Thank you for joining us today for our reflection on Sunday. As we continue to look at this scripture of Jesus Christ preaching, inspiring, answering challenges, and the ripples that are caused by Christ's living and being. The ripples that are caused by Christ's actions and responses. I want to look at it in a different way today. If you think back to our Sunday sermon, we began to talk about Jesus Christ serving boldly. Now, we will address that a little bit in this. Actually, it, it may become a key element of what we're talking about, more or less. We began to talk about individuals who served actively, boldly, and the changes their life examples made. And then we talked about the ripples of their lives that extended that we're still interacting with and serving what they helped us see. Today I want to talk very specifically about the challenge that came forth from the voices in the congregation. And I want to talk very specifically about how that Jesus Christ interacted with it. I'll share with you in sort of a fun bit of conversation for this one of the things my oldest daughter and I like to do is we we watch movies and we begin to talk about ending points for the movie something that something bad happens and we say okay uh, this bad thing happened and this is where the movie ends and sometimes we Sometimes we don't even get out of the opening credits before we have a, a possible ending point for the entire plot line of the movie. I, the, the most, most recently, we, we look at, um, we are watching this movie, Nola Holmes. I, I can't, <laughs> can't remember the dear soul's first name. It's the uh, younger sister of Sherlock Holmes. And, uh, just because of the historical writing time period of the movie, we were able to stop the movie before it began because of 
uh, historical standards and historical biases that it existed. And it's, it's just something that's kind of fun and silly that my daughter and I do. And if something happens in a specific way and it, it could have happened, it could have had a different result. It's where the story ends. So the reason I bring that up with you, I want to bring it up in this conversation because on Sunday we talked about what it means to boldly serve in the name of Jesus Christ and we talked about how Jesus Christ boldly served and caught everybody's attention as he was sharing in this gathering and then comes an ending point and it's either an ending point or it becomes a growing point as we move forward. And an ending point comes up with this challenge from the congregation. And it becomes Christ boldly serving that becomes the response to that. And the story keeps going. We, we have the challenge. What have you come to do? Have you come to destroy us? And Jesus Christ either whimpers away and and stops the message and if christ whimpered away and stopped the message of that day it would have been an ending point for christ's ministry but christ doesn't do that christ finds a way to not just respond to the challenge that's happening but he also begins to become a teacher and challenges everybody to watch the actions that are going to follow. I want us to think about the challenges that we deal with. And like I just shared, I I didn't intentionally want to talk again about going forth and and serving boldly, but but here we go. It's how do we continue to serve boldly even when we feel challenged, especially when we feel challenged by ourselves. I want us to think about that. I want us to think about that. I'll share with you. I know who Michael Drew Davis's greatest critic is. And that person's name is Michael Drew Davis. I think sometimes the the challenging voices that we deal with in our lives, I feel most of the time that the challenging voices that we deal with in our lives come from ourselves. And as we try to find ways to boldly serve, we also have to find ways to edify that we have been gifted with the gifts and graces to go out and to be those servants. I, I'll share with you, I, I, I use myself as a punching bag, and, and, and I do it in sermons, and it's a bad example to set. I, I have decided over time that if I beat myself up, I don't have to feel bad about beating someone else up, and it's still not good. And I'll share with you. Within that, I am trying to work through 
as an individual, and I hope we all are trying to work through as individuals what it means to celebrate the gifts and the graces that we have been given through Jesus Christ instead of beating ourselves up for the flaws and the mistakes because when we beat ourselves up, we become like the one who spoke out from the crowd that Jesus had to tell to be quiet. And we create ending points. Now that ending point may be for ourselves, and we may decide to step out and do something different because we've created this ending point. And what I want you to hear and this is pivotal because I'm saying it so that I'll hear it, we may not be creating an ending point for ourselves. We may find a way to keep going and to keep teaching, but when we become the negative voice within our own narrative, we end a story for someone else who is listening. Because why listen to the person that's hypercritical upon themselves because we want to hear the ones who are boldly speaking and boldly paving the road so that we can find pieces of peace and restoration. That's the entire story of what our faith practice is and should be. It is a very personal thing that we are trying to find pieces of places of peace and restoration and even the people that are doing the teaching and the preaching are trying to do it for themselves as well. And, and, and we're trying to show others how to be a part of that path and expand that peace and restoration towards them. If Jesus Christ whimpered away at this moment, that would have been an ending point of a greater story. But Jesus Christ doesn't create an ending point. Jesus Christ finds the focus within his life, the focus within his conversation, and is able to stay on path and respond to the challenge, and he keeps the narrative going. I wish that I could uh, accredit this quote, but right now the quote is jumping in my mind, and it's, I'm not remembering who said it. But it, actually, I think it was Helen Keller that said it. It is how pitiful it is to be people that have eyes but no vision. And vision isn't just being able to see, but a vision is something we're looking for. And it's a path that we are looking to follow. And it's a path that we have a desire to see. Fulfillment is, and it is the story that we are trying to work past ending points of so that the narrative keeps going and keeps growing. Jesus Christ, in this scripture, is dealing with an ending point. So let's lay that out a little bit further. Because if we use this narrative and we use it as what if this was an ending point? What if doubt and worry overcame and Jesus Christ just stepped away and stopped talking within that moment? Then 
we miss out on the benefits that this scripture shares that comes because Christ handled this situation efficiently, properly, and boldly. After this scripture, it talks about others hearing about the event and they become a part of the ripples in the water of this event. Even though they have not had a personal interaction with Jesus Christ yet, they're hearing these stories. They hear of Christ casting out this demon in his conversation, and their hearts are being prepared for the message that's to come. Even before that they physically become a part of the narrative, their hearts are being prepared for what's to come. If we focus more on the gifts and the graces, as we look at the words of the Apostle Paul and we look at the fruits of the Spirit of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, and self-control, there is no such things against these. If we look at the fruits that are produced in our lives, we begin to see that we are willing, we are equipped, and we can serve boldly in the gospel of Jesus Christ, even if we are confronting our greatest critic, especially if that critic is ourselves. I want us to remember we can, you can. Jesus Christ's love is for one and all, even especially for those of us that make mistakes. And I don't want your mistakes to become ending points. This is another way that we reflect on the conversation that we had this last Sunday because I introduced the sermon with this conversation of a missed opportunity of ministry. And if you really look deeper at it, I didn't miss that opportunity of ministry because I was lazy and I ignored someone. I missed it because I was doing ministry (laughs) and that's the reality you know we need to be really true and honest within ourselves as we interact with and deal with the things in our lives that we deal with and if we deal with them honestly we we don't look at these ending points we do hopefully see challenges to do things differently the other time, but we also we don't miss out on the good that we've done because we missed out that we didn't do more. Our lives are lived boldly, and sometimes as we take a chance in one conversation, we miss the other, and that's why that we are part of a community of faith and we're not the Lone Rangers doing this on our own I want us to look for as I use the words on Sunday the places of grace within our lives because when we neglect those places of grace we create endings of a story and again I I phrased this earlier I'll phrase it again it may be the ending of the story of our participation as we drift away 
and try something new or truly depending on our action we may end the story of someone listening to what we are so passionately trying to share because we are not inspiring with words of hope but we are projecting our own self-doubts and our hurts that only limits the desire of hearing this is going to be short today but i feel that i've hit the point and i feel that sometimes it's okay to have a short conversation i want you to just hold on to the reality and here's your here's your prayer phrases for today i want you to pray a prayer of forgiveness for yourself over the times that you've had missed on opportunities it's okay to miss opportunities i want you to pray a prayer of gratitude for the fruits of the spirit that god has blessed your life with and take those tools to serve and use those tools as a reminder that you are equipped to be servants for jesus christ and and i want you to pray for the others that are watching you i want you to pray that they see the growth and the grace that has been bestowed in your lives so that they continue to listen to the transforming message of love and they find their place in it as well. That's our reflection of sun for Sunday today. And here we are in February. Oh, my gracious. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. God is love. Amen. We'd like to have the opportunity to get to know you. Please email us at ncumcinfo at gmail.com. And if you've been enjoying our services online, please email us. Please say hello. Again, that's ncumcinfo at gmail.com. And also, if you'd like to give to our church, please go to northcoastumc.org and click on the Give button. Again, that's northcoastumc.org, and click on the Give button. Thank you for joining us.